0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hell
1: yeah. Good job. Y'all did awesome. Celebrate. No harm, missile man. We didn't have to get lucky this time. They can talk about all the luck they want. That won't luck. Hell <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and that's
2: it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 uh, some... I, this is all, this is the only thing I could hope for, Junior Nation. Junior Nation listeners of Dirty Mo Radio, it, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're wearing. And for some of you, it might not even be that much. You know what I mean? I mean, you might have just woke up on a Monday morning and said, "You know what? Going to be a naked week." I can tell. It's <laughs> going it, 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 it's it's, it's to be one of those weeks. Whatever you're doing, though, I hope you're doing it like the Del Yes singing man.
3: Yeah, that's he's feeling good. I mean, he's happy. He has
2: cut us a new track, you know, in honor of the victory at Pocono. He has cut us a new track, a new version of the Del Yes song. And I mean, there's no better way to start this party than with him.
3: Yeah, that's, I like him.
2: Yeah, so I'm Mike Davis. Taylor Zarzer could not be with us today, but TJ Majors is here, spotter of the number 88 Chevrolet. Joe Slingerland is back in the studio with us. He's the rear tire changer of the number 88 Chevrolet, and we're going to have Dell Jr. chiming in here in a minute with his thoughts straight from the after party last night, Oof, Joe, yeah. which you were at. Mm-hmm. TJ, you were not disappointed in yeah. you. Uh, Steve Letarte. we're going to be calling him here in a few minutes to get his stuff, uh, but first... You need to hear about what spy is doing they're taking something with significant value and trying to give it away give it to you and a guest spy has given away a three-lap ride in the number 88 chevrolet at charlotte motor speedway and dale jr is your driver it's like driving miss daisy but way faster you know what i mean (laughs) spy would be paying for your travel your accommodations your tickets to the nationwide series race in october and of course a free pair of spy sunglasses it's called Win a Spin with Dale Jr. All you have to do is enter. Go to spyoptic.com slash or facebook.com spyoptic to get it done. It only takes a minute. Now, while you're there, get yourself a pair of Signature 88 Collection sunglasses. If you use discount code Dirty Mo' Radio, you'll get 20% off your purchase, all courtesy of our partner, Spy.
3: In the fine print, it says if Dale Jr. gets sick or cannot make the ride-along, I drive. Okay. All right. So, TJ Major Drive, Joe, <laughs> back out of that, well, wearing spies. Well,
2: well, could we throw in a you know a quick uh, two tire pit stop? Maybe maybe you yeah, can. Uh, you might
3: want to wait till I stop. run yeah. we'll, out. yeah, we'll wait
4: like the All Star qualifying. Wait, <laughs> yeah, till you better stops. wait till
3: I come to a complete stop.
2: So here's what I saw on Sunday. I thought this was an extreme power move by you guys. I thought it was it wasn't a domination. I mean, mm. Junior led 14 laps, the last 14 laps, so it wasn't a domination. But this felt like one of those strategic, methodical, break-your-wheel type of race where at the end, everybody out there realizes you've been snookered, you've been outmaneuvered, and, oh, by the way, you don't even have the fastest car because the 88 was uh, was not able to be passed there at the end by, you know, whatever they had to throw at it. That's the way it felt. It felt like, did you watch Ocean's Eleven when Terry Benedict yeah. was kind of standing in his vault <laughs> and he's, like, going uh, through his mental, yeah. you know, putting the pieces together of how did that just happen? How did he get out of here with my That's sort of what it felt like, because here you guys come, do this ridiculous strategy that just totally worked, got Dale Jr. to the lead, and then nobody could pass him.
3: Yeah, I knew we were out front, because obviously I watch lap times a lot during the race. I watch a lot of cars lap times and what they're doing, and we were the fastest car a lot. Even when we were catching Jeff there, we were actually catching Jeff and got a lap car pulled out between us and held us up a little bit. Jr. got a little frustrated at it one time, but we were actually the fastest car on the track a lot during that race. So it's not like we were... We didn't deserve to win that race. We just needed the air and the right opportunity to get up front to prove it. And that's yeah. all it was going to take. And obviously, Stevie Stevie, and the engineers came up with a strategy that was going to give us that, that tiny bit of an edge, and it worked.
4: Yeah, Stevie contemplated that call a long time during that long yellow flag. Yep. And he just, yeah, he just kept going and going, like, back and forth. We're we going to pit, not going to pit. And then finally pit and made the right call, so... Here's, so.
2: the, here's the part that I love, though. You're sitting there talking about strategy, and it, and this definitely played into it. But in the end, Dale Jr. had to earn this one. Oh, he had yeah. to hold off Kevin Harvick, which, by the way, I'd, I'd already written him off because he was involved in that wreck. Yep. In, yeah. in typical Harvick fashion – there yeah. he is at the end. He's on your rear bumper. And, oh, by the way, you've got a green-white checker. Was it a green-white checker or was it a three-lap? No, it
3: was, uh, it was a three-lap. It was 3 laps. Three-lap. It was yeah. 3 laps. We came around I had two to go. So okay. we had a, he had an extra lap to take a shot at us. Right.
2: So, and, and so you have Kevin Harvick and, and everybody else. So,
3: Logano was there, and he's been strong all day, too.
2: So this wasn't luck. There was a little bit of luck in the last Pocono victory. Uh, this wasn't just a strategy, and a, you know, oh, I, you know, I outstretched my fuel mileage. It was everything plus pit stops. Plus, you had to hold off the best there at the end. Yeah, a lot of races,
3: majority of the races are probably won by getting a a lucky break at some point in the race in our series. I mean, honestly, they are. But with Harvick, I was nervous with Harvick because I knew he'd be tough to beat. and We did not get the best restart, the last restart. And, you know, I kind of tried to time it. They they know to watch each other's hands out the window. Like, when you're on the outside row, the guy on the inside – he can see your hand out there when you're telling the other guy to go, so he knows when to go. Like, if you're Kevin Harvick, you're sitting there, you're looking at the car on the outside, you can see when Junior puts his hand out his window and starts waving the guy to push him. You know what I mean? So that kind of throws that out the window, and because um, you want him to be on the outside lane. So I tried to... I tried to help out and go down there and tell Clint that we were going to go right at the beginning of the restart box so he could be right at our bumper. I think Junior went about four feet early, and Clint never really got to our bumper to give us a good push. And, um, you know, just uh, luckily, I mean, he it was a power move into one, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It yeah. was definitely a, a strong move he pulled.
2: And we'll even talk about the restart before that, where Junior went from fourth to second
4: and then eventually made the pass out with Biffle. What were you going to say here, Joe? I would say, but to say that. When we took the green flag, he overdrove every corner to the checkered flag at the, at the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, at he the, was he's, overdriving. He's, it. Yeah.
2: he admitted that though. He said, "I mean, oh, I, mean yeah. I don't even know." Like when you've got Kevin Harvick on your bumper, like, it's hard not it's to. It's just hard not to. I mean, yeah. Um, but what, one thing I noticed though is that the '88 Chevrolet had him in turn three. Like it turned three. Yeah, you're which just is just the so most flat important turn. It's
3: so flat and arrow tight there too. I mean, there's no no banking to actually even arc your corner with really or anything. So you can't sling up and try to get a better arc really. You just need that air real bad. Yeah. There's no banking to lean into.
2: We're going to dissect all this stuff. Uh, we're going to listen to radio chatter.
0: But first, I want to throw it.
2: Dale Jr. had a lot to say about it last night when we got back uh, to Dirty Mo Acres. Uh, let's hear what he had to say.
0: Hey, everybody. It's Jr. Young here, everybody in the background. I'm down in the basement drinking some beers and uh, I actually just got home. Got a lot of friends here. Team's on their way. They'll be here in a few minutes. And we're gonna have uh, a good time celebrating this win I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are Uh, it's been an awesome season and uh, just proud of uh, just proud to be a part of it I mean you know you guys hear that same old stuff all the time but I feel like I'm the luckiest guy out there so just to be able to have a chance to drive such good stuff and chance to win drive cars running up front that thing was pretty awesome Uh, basically uh, we, I knew around the second practice on Saturday that we had something special or we had a little bit more than we had the first race. And I thought if I could get the lead, that I could keep it pretty uh, much easier than the first race. And so once the, uh, once the race started, we were a lot looser, which we kind of anticipated that. We were in traffic a little bit and the cars get looser in traffic, believe it or not. So uh, it's a little bit backwards from years past, but We um, sort of managed that situation and didn't get too crazy and start working on the car because as we got toward the front, that would get better. And we were also going to probably finish a race on some cycled tires, and uh, that would also help. So we basically, you know, just sit there and try to drive it. I saw everybody else was fighting the same thing, probably fighting it a little bit worse than we were. And uh, we just kind of steadily moved toward the front. and. I don't think we could have passed Jeff if we had to do it on the racetrack. His car was as strong as our car. Uh, I didn't get to run around the 41. I know he was quick in practice, but I never really got to race around him. But he was probably also one of the better cars for sure. would have been hard to pass on the racetrack. So what happened was Steve used his uh, magic like he does often and put together a great strategy that worked out for us. You know, it, it could have easily... Uh, went the other ways, and and depending on how the cautions fell, uh, not worked out, but but it ended up working, and it was a great strategy. He's a smart, smart guy up on top of the box and kind of foresees what's happening and, and makes some great decisions. He has a great support group around him, our engineers, Kevin Mandarin and, and da- da- Damien. They, they help him a lot with that and point out things that they see, and they can form those strategies together. That strategy helped us leapfrog Greg. I mean, uh, Jeff... Uh, on pit road you know so once we um got through our stops and everything we were out front of those guys a couple guys tried to make it on fuel which they ended up doing it greg biffle and a couple other guys i don't know if they'd have made it if the caution had to come out so we weren't really worried about those guys at the time they were probably gonna have to come down pit road for fuel so we did get a caution we had to hustle around a couple of uh guys restarting fourth we caught greg and got by him and we're setting sail. Had a three second lead on Harvick. I think we were as good or better in Harvick every lap and probably gonna be able to take it home pretty easily. But then we had a late caution again and a three lap shootout and Harvick um, really made me earn it. I was overdriving the car pretty bad in turn one, uh, but I could put together a good tunnel in turn three. And that's what was most important to be able to get turn three, right? Because the straightaway down the front is so long. If he gets off that corner with me, he's going to be able to draft up beside me because he's got the same power I got and as uh, awesome it is to, to be able to work with him and uh, and have him help us as much as he has on the nationwide side. It's not a whole lot of fun having a race against him because he's good. And I knew on that restart he was going to bury his car down in the corner and try to get everything he could, and I had to do the same thing if I wanted a shot at it. So whoever, whoever got clear... And then the lead off turn two was going to win that race, and I was lucky enough to do it. And uh, we ran a few laps there, and we were able to hold him off and win the race. So win number three. I can't. I can't say I expected this to happen, but I thought this team was poised to win, and we're able. We're doing it. So we'll go to the next one and try to get it, and keep on week after week, and get ourselves ready for this chase, um, and hopefully we can, we can do big things. So you guys take it easy, and uh, thank you again you know you got the whole uh, all the supporters out there for this team really motivate us and drive us to do uh some good work so we really appreciate that and and i hope you guys are enjoying this that's all that matters to us we'll talk to you soon bye
2: i think i heard you in the background there joe uh, was that you uh, the, the rowdy <laughs> quite, guy in the back quite possibly all right uh, what is your takeaway you hear Junior say all that stuff and also about the support uh, what is what is the thing that comes in your mind
4: yeah um the support is one of the things. Um, me and a, a couple guys were sitting on the wall, and you could you could definitely tell when Junior was getting close to the lead, the, the crowd would roar. And I'm like, he hasn't taken the lead yet. You don't even have to watch the TV. You just listen to the crowd when he gets up to the yeah. front. And it's just they just erupt, and then they just keep erupting. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see that and be a part of that.
2: I'm curious. I wanted to ask you this. When all this strategy is playing out, as a pit crew member, are you aware of the actual strategy, or do you have more of a – soldiers mentality where you're just focused on your job changing your tire hitting your lugs and then whatever thing whatever else happens happens but you don't really care much about
4: what all is going out going on on the track no we we listen to it all because we have the, the radios and we can hear everything stevie's saying and then um you know conveying to to junior so it's uh we're a part of everything with that and we pay attention to the strategy so it's uh we kind of sometimes think in our head like oh that's not a good call but you know this time it was an awesome call um, do you ever but, look up
5: at
2: LaTar and go, that wasn't a good call? No, try not to. <laughs> but, I mean, every once in a while, you,
4: when he comes over to radio and says something, you kind of look up at, at him like, really? But, you know. You see some <laughs> of the looks I give him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from afar. But I'm not in his position, so it's easy for me to do the, like the armchair quarterback.
2: Well, the man was on his game uh, Sunday. He was on his game. And, yeah. and I really want to break down. We've got a couple clips of radio chatter, and this is basically – where it all started unfolding. Until this point, uh, Junior had been in co- uh, conservation mode of fuel, but then the big wreck happened. We were in second place. The big wreck happened behind him, and this was under the sixth caution at lap 117, Junior in second place.
1: All right, Kev, let's just see if we can figure out our math here of how many lines we'd have to run. All these other guys are running their motors. I uh, well, what that says about their strategy. Okay, thank you. you keep saving it. We're going to make a decision when it opens, one way or the other here. Got a plan. Just trying to figure out with all this math, what's the
2: best plan? So then they make her pit stop. Uh, he calls for four tire TJ. You were very much involved in this because uh, depending on how many people come in behind Dale Jr., determined on how many tires Joe and his team are going to change. Yeah, and as it turns out, there were only what four or five people mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, behind? Yeah,
3: there's him. only a small handful, maybe five, like five, maybe six. I don't remember total total number, but something like that you know anytime i can give stevie info like that like if there's a if we're down towards the middle or front side of pit road i can give him info on what guys are pitting, and i can see if their stalls are back there how many tires they're taking before we get to our stall right you know and then he can make a better decision if we can take four and beat them out still
2: all right and then on lap 122 it was time to make a stop here it is all right come on down
1: guys four tires four tires four tires you are five four three two one four tires four tires Okay, you're clear. You're clear. Get to the wall. Beat this 11. You're clear. You're clear. You're clear. You're clear. Okay, right there. All right. All right. You should line up uh, like 8th or 9th, bud, and we're going to have to run just a couple of laps and then come get gas only and try to leapfrog the leaders. Uh, 10-4. Because they're going to have to take four and a full tank of gas, so you understand what
2: I mean. We're close enough to the window. All this pissed going to be real quick, and we're going to try to leapfrog them. It's at this point I said... I'm not exactly sure what Stevie's doing, but I heard Leapfrog, and he <laughs> seems to be okay. And Junior seems to know what's going on. So, yeah. hey, I feel good about what's going on. Is that kind of ha- was that right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was good.
4: Um, the five car actually had the same strategy we did. Oh, really? Yeah, they they were uh, they come out right behind us, and um, they just didn't get the restart or or something like that. But yeah, they didn't do nearly as good as we did. I mean, that just shows how fast the car was too.
2: Then on uh, lap 132. It was time for the splash and go. Everything was playing right into Stevie's hands. Uh, Here's that radio clip.
1: All right, we're coming this lap. We're coming this lap. Gas only, two and a half seconds. 31, we'll peel off. We're about eight in front of him. It's going to be two and a half seconds worth of gas. You leave on me, leave on me. Five, four, three, two, one. Leave on me, leave on me. Hold on. Be ready, be ready, be ready. Go, 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 go. You're all all clear, all clear, all clear. My buddy, I believe you should end up the leader in this whole thing here. Just do
3: what you do; should be fine. I've been watching cars all race when they would drop the jack and where they how fat, how long it took them to get off pit road. I knew when we come out of three that we were going to destroy the twenty-four. Like I, we were; it yeah. was no contest. Like I was waiting for them to come out and race us into one. It wasn't even. He had a little room to spare there, so it was a really good call. Let's
2: call Steve I uh, Might as well talk to the man that actually was in the middle of this whole Is decision. Is he up? And uh, I don't know. Should he be? Hey, I'm up. I'm at, he's work, so probably, at work.
4: He's probably at Starbucks.
2: Do you think Stevie's at work, Joe?
4: Um, yeah, I think, yeah, he probably showed up there. All right,
2: we're going to find out. Let's call him.
5: Speed dial.
3: Stevie, how are the greens? Yo! <laughs> how
5: hey. are the greens today? Are they hey. rolling
3: good? Are you hitting them straight? <laughs>
6: I'm getting ready to go play a little throw
2: down pump with Tyler. I hear you, buddy. Uh, thank you for joining us. I've got TJ Majors in studio, Joe Slingerland. You know them both very well. Um, and we are we are going through this race, and we had to talk to the man that was on that pit box for uh, win number three. Uh, so I appreciate you joining us. Now, listen, i got to paint the picture here, okay? You had been on this race strategy of conserving fuel. Junior was cutting the engine on and off uh, for much of that race. You're running second behind Jeff Gordon. With 48 laps to go, the caution comes out, and you say to Junior, hey, get real aggressive, we're saving gas here, we're not pitting, we're sticking with our strategy. And then on that restart, the big crash happens, and that's with 43 to go, and then you're saying, that might have changed it. Kevin, let's do some math. So I've got two questions for you. What changed, and then if you could take our listeners into the huddle between yourself and Kevin meandering and just how did that conversation go?
6: Well, I think the whole plan of the minimum stop strategy make sure the cautions aren't around your pit window
2: because that kind of
6: puts everyone on the same strategy as you. So, And that's really what happened. What happened was that big accident came within about eight or nine laps of our pit window, and, and we were thinking some guys might try to stretch the fuel, which the 16 did, the 11 did, and we were trying to find a way to get in front of the 24 and the 22. They'd been fast all day, and we were kind of going to line up behind them. We knew that this kind of bunched the field back up brought a lot of players back into the mix, and we were looking for a way to spend less time on pit road under green
4: versus those guys.
6: So that's what we chose to do. We chose to come, fill our tank up, put our four brand new tires on. And that way, we only had to run three or four laps to get solid in our pit window, come for a little splashing and gas, and we
2: let, you know, leapfrog them on pit road was the plan. All right. So just to clarify, you're eight or nine laps short on fuel. And you guys were, uh, I mean, we're at Pocono now. So that seems like a lot.
6: Well, I mean, yeah, it is if you run out.
2: And those guys actually stretched it, didn't they? Like
6: Biffle. Yeah, no, they made it. They made it. You know, they made it from about one twenty-five, which is thirty-five laps, which is probably four laps short of a normal pit window. So they did a good job. You know, that that yeah. was their opportunity to win. You know, if we don't get the two cautions at the end, we don't bunch up to them. But
2: I think if we don't get the two cautions at the end, none of them make it either way. You seemed confident that Gordon, who was in first place, would not pit under that caution. Is that accurate? I mean, is that a safe assumption? You didn't expect him to pit. I mean, because what if he yeah, had?
5: Yeah, we were listening. We were listening, and we didn't okay.
2: really hear
6: anybody in front of us, which was really the only the 24, talking about pinning. And really, there wasn't a lot of chatter about it behind us, and that's why we didn't talk too much on the radio about it. We kept it a little quiet. We didn't want to give away our hand and have everybody come down that road.
2: Oh, very sneaky. I mean, this is the way. This is how you do these things. I'm, I'm learning something here. This is why I missed the digital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you would have been part of that conversation. I would have been to, to listen you. to it at least. Did did you see did you see that as a uh, disadvantage to not be able to bounce these things off T J Majors before you made the decision Stevie? Absolutely. <laughs> well,
6: I will say that the <laughs> lack of the digital radio has definitely. I, I you know perhaps that's why I'm calling better races. Maybe I just have less. <laughs> that's true. So I'm a, I'm a little less. My ADD doesn't kick in. I'm a little less distracted on top of the pit box.
2: You so. also mentioned during that caution that you and Kevin were kind of uh, working on some alternate scenarios, uh, and so. I can only wonder, like, what was the worst-case alternate scenario that probably had you worried?
6: Well, I think we had um,
2: a handful. The
6: first one was a simple plan was to stay out, run a few laps, t- take four tires. We didn't figure that was the way to win the race. So then the question is, if you pit under the caution, what do you do? How many guys are coming? Where are you going to line up? You need to line up in the top 10 or 12, or you're not going to be close enough to the leader for that strategy to work anyway. So do you take right? Do you take left? Do you take four? Do you take none? You know, there's a bunch of different ways to get there the most important thing was to get the gas full because that really allowed us to then dictate our time on pit road under green and and we could shorten that way up so there were a lot of scenarios and then we had to ask ourselves well what if this thing restarts and there's another crash right if we pit and we're running ninth what what have we done now you know you try to be proactive answer every what if you can come up with so if it does happen you kind of already have the answer
2: so your plan worked out but then you had a new Issue, and then you had Dale, G, you got him out where you wanted him. Your splash and go worked. He got a monster restart uh, when he was in fourth place, uh, I think one restart later, and he went from fourth to second in one turn and then and then took the lead from Biffle. And then you race out to this nice, comfortable lead, and the laps are winding down, and then a caution comes out. Now, i just got to know, I know it's impossible to deflate the unsinkable Steve LaTarte, but did your heart drop just even a little bit when you saw your lead evaporate.
6: Well, without a doubt, it was disappointing. I think it was, it was going to be an easy win with a three-second lead. But, um, you know, you can't control the cautions. We thought we had a really good car. That we weren't super concerned with anybody behind us. We were matching or beating everyone's lap time behind us. So it wasn't um, – we definitely didn't want to see the caution. I actually turned We had a couple of executives from the sponsor on the top of the pit box, and I turned to them right before that final caution – or right before the final restart, and I told them, listen, this is either going to be good or bad. So just hope it goes good. And they didn't know what to say. You know, I told them, there's nothing I can do at this point. We were just watching.
2: That sounds an awful lot like, hey, it's not going to be my fault anymore. <laughs> if it, whatever happens here, uh, you know, it's not on me. No, I know. it's. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
6: basically, I signed the disclaimer. With about 15 to go. I, was, uh, <laughs> I, was really, I probably should have just went to the bus. I could have just went down to the bus, you know, mixed a cocktail, sat back and watched him from the front of the bus.
2: That's funny. Now, listen, were you worried about Harvick? Because, you know, it seems like I, I'll just go ahead and take this uh, on the chin. I wrote him off. I mean, he was in the wreck. He was in a big wreck, and next thing you know, you've got Harvick on your rear bumper on a restart with three laps to go, and I can think of a lot of people I'd rather have than Kevin Harvick. So you had to earn it. Yeah, we absolutely had to earn it. You know, we saw some of the speed with that four car
6: as the the laps were winding down before the final caution. He was fast enough to get by the 16 himself. He was running some decent lap times. And, uh, you know, when the caution comes out, it comes down to a three-lap shootout. You never know how your car is going to react, how the tires are going to cycle, if they're going to cool down enough. There's a lot of opportunity to make mistakes on the restart. A lot of opportunity for someone else to ruin your day, even if you hit it all right. You know, with cars that close in proximity, someone could get in your rear bumper, get in your quarter panel down in turn one. But, you know, luckily we got a good start and beat them off turn one, and I think that was really
2: the key to it all. Have you had any sleep? Oh yeah, I got a solid um, three and a half or four hours. (laughs) I mean, I'm rolling. Is that Does that beat yours, Joe? You, how much sleep did you get? Because you showed up at work today.
4: Yeah, no, I um, I woke up, like, at 10.30. Okay. So Y'all up. are doing good. Oh,
5: yeah, no, I was up
6: way before 10.30, so I was good.
4: Uh, I don't have kids, so. Yeah, that's the that's the key. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's the
2: key. <laughs> have a good one, Stevie. We appreciate you joining us. All right, thanks. TJ, I do want to ask you a quick question before we go to Reaction Theater, and that was on restarts and inside row versus outside row. Now, by, by my count – Junior restarted on the outside four of nine times, but most importantly, each of the 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 final two restarts were on the outside row. And Junior said, "That's where you wanted to be." Do you think he can be able to hold off Harvick if he's starting on the inside row? And I know on that last restart, it's his option, Junior's option, because he was the leader. But I'm saying, if it was an inside row versus outside row, could
3: Junior did he have enough car to be able to hold him off? I don't know if he could have held off Harvick, um, since Harvick had. You know, same power plant. Maybe with the right, it had to have been a. I think he could have with a perfect restart. I'm talking like somebody pushing him, like Daytona, right on the inside row, like a teammate behind him, pushing him all the way to turn one. He probably could have at that point, but it was going to be tough. Harvick's Harvick's probably drives the best part of his races are the last run of the and race. And something every time. Yeah. Uh, Junior said uh, at his house, he said that if Harvick would have got by him, he doesn't think he could have uh, passed. Harvick was back. fast enough that whoever had the clean air was probably going to win that race. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, kind of like you know Brad and Dale at the uh, yeah. at the spring race, right? Even at even at the end though, we were out front. Harvick, we were running when we were all both in clean air, really, and we had a pretty good lead. Harvick couldn't run the same lap times as us; he was about two tenths slower than us every lap. So I knew we were still faster than him if we given the opportunity. You know, we just had to keep the driver off the gas pedal under the corner so deep. <laughs> but
2: but he admitted that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> the, I watched it. <laughs> yeah,
3: he admitted that. Uh, before we get into reaction theater,
2: and by the way. There were a lot of reaction theater calls. A lot. And so we're going to enjoy this. But before we get to that, let's remind everybody about Spy's exclusive deal for Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. We said it at the beginning of the show. But if you go online right now to spyoptic.com slash Dale Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic and you enter a chance to win a spin with Dale Jr., this is a chance of a lifetime. If you find yourself there, just go ahead and get you a pair of Signature 88 sunglasses Enter the discount code DIRTYMORADIO, all one word, to receive 20% off your purchase. All right, y'all ready for this? I love, ready? My,
3: I love my polarized spies, by the way. Do you? They're awesome. All right, yeah. thank you for the plug there. All right, reaction tier, let's hear it.
1: Junior! Woo! What a race! <laughs> holy <laughs> holy <laughs>
2: <laughs> That
1: was awesome. What a race for an entire week. Uh, like, welcome, Grey guys, to the whole Junior Nation. That's awesome. Watching Chad canals crying on top of a pit box. Oh. I
5: thought
1: there was going to be nothing better until you see Steve Latart doing his smirky little smile giggle dance up on top of the Somebody pit noticed. box. Oh my god! So much good stuff. So much good stuff. I'm loving this. Three wins. Hell yeah! I've had no beers, but I've had a lot of whiskey. How do you sound whiskey? I don't know. Steve are You do the math.
3: <laughs> <laughs> great call to start yeah. the show. That's There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of lot uh, of material in that call.
2: Yeah, no, good one. All right, what's next?
1: Junior won the race today. Do da do da <laughs> swept the Pocono Raceway. Oh, to do da day. Stevie made a great call. Junior, I drove them all. Gonna win the championship. Oh, to do da day. Yeah, yeah, baby.
3: I know he had to have a few beers. Do you think yeah. these people like go to a room by themselves or they oh, yeah. do this in front of people?
2: Here's That's a good question. Amanda, I'm wondering, since she's not on mic right now, but uh, Amanda, do you ever have, you can just nod yes or no, do you ever have people that call and they're going like, uh, uh, and they mess up and then they call back and they call back until they get it right? <laughs> <laughs> or do they have a real long call where they have like four different takes and, yeah. and both?
0: Yeah. both. She's Mom, both. get off the and,
2: phone. Mom, right, hang up. <laughs> 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 All right, next. We
1: found that broom, baby! Sweet! Dale yeah, baby! Dale yeah!
4: He it did. was
2: actually a broom in Victory Lane. Wasn't there were though? two of them, yeah. Yeah, two of them. They brought out
4: two of them. Um, took them from the firefighters. He they gave, did? They, they looked like the ones they used to sweep up all the kitty litter.
3: I, they looked like real <laughs> witches' brooms to me. They yeah. did! <laughs> I know! They were made of, like, real, like like the hard like stick stuff right man, something like you sweep a dirt floor with right
2: <laughs> Right. or kitty
3: litter off a racetrack Probably, right yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know you're not going to sweep that stuff no. off with a kitchen broom no man I think it'd scratch my tile floor <laughs> 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 and nobody wants that
2: no. All right, next
5: after
1: every race during every race every time Junior races whether he's winning or not this is what my wife sounds like like she doesn't know that I recorded this <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what I deal with every time Junior
1: Races. Thank you guys very much.
3: Wow. Man, we're too bad we don't have her Twitter handle or
2: something. 007. I mean, that's like the first secret
3: secret, secret yeah.
2: reaction theater call like you didn't know. Oh, man. That's good. Somebody send yes. that guy. Spy Cam. That's right. Spy Cam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next?
1: Beer number 12, the old lady comes home and sees me running around the living room with a damn broom and asks me, Was I doing housework? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Go, Jr. Dale,
5: yeah.
3: Oh, Lord. If I'm holding a broom, I probably am doing housework. You are, but you're yeah. a clean freak. Everybody knows that yeah. about you. Uh, by the way, TJ, uh, any bathroom emergency. You know, I afraid. went twice that race and didn't you even. Did? Yeah, I didn't even. I, I mean, it, there was the yellows, they were so long. Good bathrooms, uh, in yeah, and it's right by me too. Really awesome. You don't yeah. have it. You don't have any of <laughs> that indie pagoda stuff going on. No, that's way better. I mean, you go in there; it's nice. Got a little sink over there in one corner, a urinal, a toilet. I mean, <laughs> next.
1: Go, Junior. Go, Junior. Go, go, Junior. Go, Junior. Go, go, Junior. Go, Junior. Go, 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 go. yo. Intimidate the sun, and that was Steve Vai. You know he's number one. Have you ever seen Junior get down? slamming the gears and going all 12 rounds. Yeah, Junior Nation, let When groove. When Daytona, sweet Pocono, 2 gonna rock. Dale, yeah, 88. Zuko hits the piss off of the Kung Fu Grace crew chiefs. Tell your drivers <laughs> to run, because he's coming after you if you're up front. That's why Junior, Junior, rap, Junior, Junior, rap.
4: Go Junior, go Junior, go Dale. Yeah. That he he had to rehearse that for a good 35 yeah, minutes. Yeah, man.
3: I started tapping my foot in the beginning of that, but <laughs> I lost the beat and then I started hearing a little Ninja Turtle song, something like that.
2: <laughs> Hogue just walked in the studio. Could you hear that Hogue? Yeah. All right.
3: Ninja rap, Ninja it was yeah, the, the Ninja, Ninja Rap. Vanilla Ice. Uh, yeah, Vanilla Ice. Yep. Go Junior, Gosh, how long go long ago Junior, was Junior that, go. Though?
2: That had a, that was like mid 90s or early yeah, 90s. Yeah, but not right?
3: really cuz we we saw him in concert in Vegas about 4 <laughs> years ago. Uh, me and Junior and I think y'all went to a vanilla ice cream. we concert were at a club in and Vegas a, it hit, no, four we didn't, years ago it was more than that probably it was, it was maybe five years ago but we were at the club <laughs> we didn't know <laughs> we didn't know sure, he was yeah, going to be sure playing he there know. and he, we went to this club and he ended up having a concert there and yeah, I mean, there are other, there's pictures of Junior and him hanging out.
4: Like no flyers or anything up yeah. saying that he's going to be there. I find it hard to believe. It was
3: the best concert I may have ever seen. Second to the Bengals, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just for the record, we've gone a year and a half of Dirty Mo Radio. I don't think Dale Junior's regretted anything that was ever said so far until now, where TJ has revealed that he went to a vanilla. House. It was hanging out with vanilla Hanging out ice. with him, yeah. yeah. It, it was awesome. Pictures.
3: Brad was there, too, so you could throw him under the bus for it, too, and he liked it.
2: This isn't the Kozlowski download, then.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll blame it on Brad.
2: And i tell you all what. it's has uh, been a rough year for me,
6: getting laid off, losing my job, unable to find anything to do to work. But i tell you what.
1: Thank you, Steve, Attard and G for giving me a bright spot this year, man. God bless y'all. I'm just so damn happy and fairly intoxicated. But, man, that's awesome. <laughs> Three wins this season, sweet pumping you know. up, Man, God bless y'all. Oh, and uh, no beer,
6: but
4: a whole hell of a day. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm,
3: I'm, uh, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I'm glad he takes his racing seriously and stays involved like he does. Yeah. Good
4: yeah, it luck. Seems yeah. like hanging there. Thanks for following us. Dale fans are um, whiskey drinkers.
2: They are, aren't they? They're yeah. dedicated. We didn't even think about this dilemma. I mean, like you got the liquor versus beer thing. We thought it was just Junior Nation was beer drinkers. We're wrong. There's actually a lot of whiskey drinkers. All right. Next.
1: Here he comes, racing around the track. Got the funniest worked. Everyone he's past. Hell yeah, Scott Jr. 88's really damn fast. Better look over your shoulder He's gonna run over your ass Hell yeah, <laughs> Scott Jr. Taking his real. Wow.
3: That is a case of Mike's hard lemonade. Dream. Yeah, I was wondering, Joe. Yeah, there's If a lot. you could just look
4: at Joe Slingerland's face right now,
5: <laughs>
4: I'm just like I'm just amazed that they put this much effort into it. Look, how about the and musical they, talent that's the being look, on? The yeah, yeah. Today. And them, yeah.
3: The look on your face was that you knew her.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the impression I got. <laughs> Sister, I mom. Told, I told Amy not to call. Uh, yep. Is that
0: your aunt? <laughs> Who was
3: it, man? What's next?
0: The only reason the 88
1: won is all those other drivers crashed out, including Danica.
3: <laughs> Do you know who that is? Is that, uh, it's one of two people. It's a it's a Texas or Florida? No, that's Hoag's buddy, Orange Cone. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, he, he congratulated me on Twitter. Nice of him, huh?
2: Orange Cone, Orange, Orange Cone said that. I listen. Mm. I really like this guy because he's not a troll. He just knows how to push some people's buttons. And the gentleman standing over there in the studio <laughs> door was one of the ones that he nailed uh, a couple months ago. Got him all mad. Did you end up blocking Orange Cone, or uh, he did? Okay, he uh, uh, he unfriended <laughs> him. Is what he did. So. But uh, I think that there's a value. I, I recognize Orange Cone's value. He's not a troll. He actually just knows how to push people's buttons, yeah. and I think it is hilarious.
3: No, that's yeah. That's and, and in his beginning, we did. I told him I didn't like. I didn't like like object accounts like Jack Roush's hat, the orange cone, and we just. I didn't block him or anything. He still has some funny. Uh, he's still funny, yeah. and he's got a lot of old racing pitches that are pretty yeah, cool he's too. Complete, so really passionate yeah, about racing. No, he's
2: cool. But anyways, I told him, I said, if you could just call up and say what you just said. And he goes, already did it. He called <laughs> up. I, I said, oh, well, this ought to be good. Oh, That's yeah. cool. We got any more? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got, got a lot. lot more.
5: Oh, Steve
1: LaTarte, you sure are smart. You got the moves to get Dale to grooves. The others may weep because Dale got the sweep.
3: It's almost a sin, but we got the win. woo huh? Dale, yeah. Why, why, why is it almost a sin?
4: <laughs> that was the only that can, rhymed. Yeah. Yeah. The
3: only that rhymed with it. Right. right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go slam some gin or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next?
1: Okay. I've had two cans, two bottles, and two shots. So here goes nothing. All right, everybody. Let me hear you.
5: A one,
1: a two, a three. Take me out to the track Take me out with the fans. Steve Letarte, give me four tires and gas. I don't care if we end up in last place. Root, root for Dale Jr. If he don't win, it's a shame. For it's fun, too. Three wins this year in the Sprint Cup
4: Series. <laughs> Hell yeah, everybody. That was pretty good. I mean, pretty he, good. Did,
3: he teed that up for a rage song, and then we yeah. kicked
5: off this slow <laughs> take tune. me out to the ball <laughs> <You know, laughs> game. Did he sound
4: like. Wasn't that Harry Carey? Yeah. Though, when he first started, I started yeah.
3: When he was going to start singing, I about stood up, <laughs> was getting ready to put my hands up, then I had to sit down.
2: Amanda, I'm going to go ahead and call it, This might be the greatest compilation of reaction theater calls I think we've had. Is it like as a general whole. A general group. These people did bring it for this one. This is cool. How many more yeah. we got? One yeah. more.
4: That last one was awesome.
5: Yeah.
1: The 88 team is on such a roll this year. They're working so hard together. I'm calling it with Mike Davis. Dale Jr. wins the road course. We are taking Watkins Glen next year, next week, Junior Nation. We're going to win it. Dale,
3: yeah. Woo. G-
2: guys, right yep. now, can you win Watkins Glen? Joe. Uh,
4: yes. TJ.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's all going to come it down to when the yellows come out and what our strategy is. So, yeah. obviously, we're pretty good at picking some strategy. Yeah,
4: yeah after uh, Sonoma race, I'd say. Well, could, oh, I mean. only
3: if everybody wrecks out. Yeah. <laughs> only if everybody <laughs> where wrecks where out. Way to go, like Cone.
5: Yeah. yeah, Cone, if everybody yep. wrecks.
2: Yeah, oh, well. Reaction Theater is open 24-7 just because we had so many calls this week, and its we're, we're just feeling good. It's going to be a big party all week. We're going to actually play some more Reaction Theater calls at the end of the podcast. Uh, so stay tuned for that but uh all you have to do to do this is call 855-740-1902 leave us your voicemail messages you can tell the bar's been set you have to bring it or it's not going to make it you've got to bring it you may yeah, have to sing a song you may have to rap up. you may have to give a poem <laughs> you have to do something but i'm telling you this is uh it's just not call and say way to go dale jr it's not this kind of show anymore no you got to definitely bring it So uh, thank you for everybody that calls. And, again, we're going to play some more at the end of the podcast. All right, coming up this week. This is a big week for Dirty Mo Radio. Uh, Kelly Earnhardt Miller, for the first time this year on her podcast, Fast Lane Family, it airs tomorrow. Uh, She's having this guy. uh, Yeah, he won Pocono, Dale Jr., her brother. He's going to be on her show tomorrow for the first time. I can't wait for this. That's Fast Lane Family presented by Charlie Soap. Uh, just going to have to be a must-listen. I think uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Friday, check out Jerem 360, the podcast. I uh, I'm not even. we haven't even talked about Jerem 360 this week, so I'm not sure what we're going to have uh, on the video or the podcast, but I'm sure it'll be just awesome. You know, uh, uh, Hogue, what are you doing over there? It's got to involve brooms? Okay. I mean, you watching TJ clean his house. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I got the shark and the swifter. <laughs> and Monday, we <laughs> recap the full weekend of Junior Motorsports Nationwide and late model teams and Dell Sprint Cup Series run. On the Monday recap presented by Spy. It's white flag time.
7: Let's bring in one Michael Hogue. Let's hear it.
2: White flag right there. White flag.
7: This week is not as busy as usual for Dale Jr. You're welcome, buddy. But with Sunday's win at Pocono, he now has a few extra media obligations. Dale will be chatting with SiriusXM, NASCAR, NBC Sports... The Dan Patrick Show, and a local Charlotte Magazine Tuesday. There you go. That same day, Dale Jr. will be a guest on his sister Kelly's podcast, like Mike mentioned earlier, Fastlane Family, which is sure to be one of the best Dirty Mo' Radio episodes you listeners have heard yet. Wednesday, Dale is making a child's wish come true by racing him in go-karts on his property at Dirty Mo' Acres. That's right, Dale has invited a boy named Gavin and his family out to his personal track for a karting race, so this will definitely be something special to witness for all involved. I believe TJ, you're going out there. Steven Stefan, myself, Dale, we're all going to have. God, him. do you think you can beat the kid, Hogue? <laughs> <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> can, you, can we count on you for that? I think he's going to. That kid will beat all of us because that's the right thing to do, Mike Davis. You're going to let somebody win? Do you know that
2: if TJ's out there, he will not. There's no <laughs> way he let the em. kid win.
7: <laughs> no. This weekend, both Nationwide and Sprint Cup Series are road course racing at the Glen. Regan Smith will be in the number seven Clean Cold Chevrolet, and Chase Elliott will be rocking the number nine Napa Chevy for Junior Motorsports. Something to note also in Watkins Glen Friday night, Dale will be hosting a fantasy football draft party that was auctioned off last month through the Jimmy V Foundation. Participating in this draft, Amanda, listen to this. Stars such as fantasy football guru Matthew Barry, You know that guy? Jesus, no. <laughs> Never heard no. of him. <laughs> Drivers Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Casey Kane, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, Regan Smith, Chase Elliott, Ty Dillon, Austin Dillon. Pretty stellar lineup there, I think. Pretty good. That'd All cool. of them got beat uh, this past weekend at yep. Pocono. They're probably going to get beat in fantasy football, too. Oh. And ESPN <laughs> will be filming that draft for a segment that will air later in the season for the NFL and NASCAR, which is pretty cool. Hold on, Hog, I got one more thing because this is like hot off the press news. Uh,
2: we didn't know about this until this morning. But we've got a couple things cooking with Bristol Motor Speedway. Fans, pay close attention. On August 23rd, the night race, the cup night race. Uh, it's I think it's actually called the uh, Irwin Tools night race. Uh, August 23rd. If you call the Bristol Motor Speedway ticket office and buy a ticket To the Sprint Cup Irwin Tools Night Race. And if you say Dale Yeah, they will send you a Dirty Mail Radio Dale Yeah t-shirt. Free. They'll do it. They'll ship it to you. So, again, if you call up, buy a ticket to the race, August 23rd, and say Dale Yeah, they'll send you a Dale Yeah t-shirt. The number to the ticket office is 866-415-4158. That is 866-415-4158. Also, speaking of Bristol, earlier that day, we will be taking part in the Diet Mountain Dew tailgate. That's a big hospitality. Dale Jr. is going to be in that thing, so uh, it's sold out. However, i got to get with Amanda because we've got 10 passes to that Diet Mountain Dew tailgate, and we need to give them away, so we're going to be doing that here uh, uh, probably next week. But pay close attention uh, because uh, we're going to be there. Dirty Mo' Radio is. Dale Jr. is going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we'll have more information on how you can obtain uh, a pass to this uh, hospitality. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it, the folks at Bristol Motor Speedway even said that they would uh, accompany that pass with a ticket if you don't have one there either. So uh, so two things. Yeah, first and foremost, you've got to call the ticket office uh, at 866-415-4158. Get a ticket to the Sprint Cup race and say Dale yeah, You'll get a Delia yeah t-shirt. All right, I think that might be all for White Flag, right? Yeah. You got anything else? It? Listen, thank you guys for being here. Joe Slingerland, TJ Majors, Mike Hogue, Amanda Troutman. Thank you guys. Uh this has been the Dale Junior download presented by Spy.
1: Okay, I've calmed down enough. Oh god, no, I haven't no I haven't seen this one, seen
5: this one on my God, Oh I can't believe it.
1: Oh my gosh, I just can't believe it. Yeah, still, yeah. No beers three diet mountain Dews.
5: long time listener
1: first time caller my boy's boy put it down this year at Pocono. nice job june bug nice job to the 88 crew steve latart man way to call the end of that race can i get a dale yeah dale yeah last weekend i rolled into victory lane myself driving my drag car in the winner's circle and it feels fitting a week later that my buddy, Dale Earnhardt Jr., brings a number 88 car in the victory lane at Pocono. I am honored to share this fact with everyone. And oh, by the way, I am 25-year deep. Woo! Let's get us by Hey, guys. Long story short, got excited at the end of the race today for obvious reasons. Uh, scared the dogs awake. They woke up, didn't know what or who or what started it. So they started tussling. next thing you know. Lamps on the floor, bulbs exploded, glass on the ground. Anyways, now I'm back on my way back from the pet ER with my boxer, Haywood. He got a nice big old slit out of his ear, but we're all good now. He's got the shame of cone around his neck.
5: Can you smell
1: what Dale Jr. is cooking? I'll tell you what, Jr., you got up on that wheel like the champion that you are. But you know what? I got to give props to Steve Letart. That was a fantastic call there late in the race, and you guys got in victory lane. You both did a great job. This is your time. This is your year. Get it done. Dale, yeah.
5: Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I'm crying. He's just doing so
1: great this year, this week. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. I'm me that Junior's not a wheel man again, so A, I can punch him in their nose, and B, show him the restart in Pocono. <laughs> oh, man. Way to go, bug and that 88 team. Get her done. Congratulations, Dirty Mo Crew, Junior, Stevie, TJ, Junior Nation. Who would have thought going out to play paintball would get your mojo back? We need to collect paintball games every freaking weekend to November. We need that team momentum. Great run, guys. Congratulations on the win. <laughs> <laughs>
5: we did it. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: So I kept telling my son that he could finally taste some Diet Dew when Dale Earnhardt Jr. won a race, and so he keeps bugging me week after week. Did Junior win? Did Junior win? Did Junior win? And finally today, he got to taste his first Diet Dew. What do you think of your Diet Dew? It is, um, it is,
5: it is, it's all about getting it dressed and it's it and gotta get it and it's it and gotta get it and it gotta it and it gotta get it and
1: making car toy.
6: Well, I don't know if you made any of that out, but I got one very happy five-year-old in my house right now and another one that's wanting to talk to you, but we're going to hang up now. Oh,
1: by the way, no beers, but at least 4 diet dues. Come on, Junior. You got him on their feet. Final lap coming through turn one. Come on, pull him, baby. You had the awesome car through the corners all day long. Come on. Through the tunnel turn, nice and clean. Pulling him. Come on, come on. Going down into turn three. I got it this time, baby. You come on. Off of turn three, a final time. We got to do it. Get the booms and the beer ready. He's won it and he swept it. Woo! Pocono win number two. Gail, yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio.
4: Thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. And Mike, of course, we've got some news.
2: Oh, great news from our friends at Spy Optic. How often do you get a chance to ride with Dale Jr. in a race car at Charlotte Motor Speedway for three laps and, and plus do it in an all-expense paid trip? Well, Spy Optic is making that possible for for one lucky fan.
3: So go to spyoptic.com slash Dale Jr. or facebook.com slash Optic to enter.
2: And no purchase necessary. Just go enter.
3: Dale, yeah.